The IZ Robot Stuck at Home Show. Hey kids, it is me, Icy Robots, and we are back for another super exciting episode of the Stuck at Home Show, the show in which we are all trapped in our house trying to fight a deadly virus, being being forced to stay indoors, away from the sun, away from all the things we love, but hey man, it's all good, we're doing the best that we can, we're trying to make it day by day, we're, we're all doing what we can do to stay sane, and one of these things we can do is, I can make this show for you. And you could listen to this show for me and tell me what you think. So it's going to be good. It's going to be great. We're all going to have, we're all going to have a good time, man. I, I, I really got to say that I think that like overall, we're all dealing really well with this. We're all keeping our spirits up. We're all doing what we can to maintain fitness, both emotional and mental. We're doing everything necessary to stay happy and to stay healthy in this weird time of weirdness. But I... I really want to let you guys know that I appreciate you listening. I appreciate everybody who shares this. I appreciate everybody who comments. I appreciate everybody who does everything. This this is like a labor of love for me as well as a labor of sanity, you know? I'm not saying that, like, if I wasn't doing this show that I would go insane. Far from it. I'm doing great. I'm a... I'm kind of an indoors, kind of an introverted sort of guy, so this is all, this is all no big deal for me, but I do need something to occupy my time with that kind of satisfies that creativity that is like inside of me, and this uh, this definitely does that. So I, I appreciate you guys helping me helping me to uh, get along with all this and whatever. This week we're gonna we're gonna cover a lot of fun stuff. We're gonna start off like we uh like we often do by opening up a package that I received from eBay. Did you hear that? That's the Arthur Fonzarelli brand Switchblade that I got in Hawaii. We went to Hawaii two times, no three times all together, like mini moons ago. We went once. Then we went again the next year, and then we took a year off, and then we went again the next year. And we haven't we haven't gone since. After going, like, three times, we kind of got a little, uh, played out on, uh, Waikiki Beach. But I, I'm missing it, man. I gotta, I gotta admit, I'm missing it. The, uh, the warm shore, the weather, the beach, everything is just, like, just, like, really great there. We had a nice hotel right on the, uh... Right on the shore, like, you could look out the window, and you could see the beautiful, majestic ocean, you could see the beach, it was, it was really great. One thing that I remember, like, super distinctly about that trip was that in the uh, ground floor of the hotel, there was, like, a, uh, like, a pizza place, and then there was also, like, a Subway, and we would alternate eating pizza and alternate eating Subway. When I go on a trip, I... I like to spend my trip money, like, doing fun things on the trip. Like, we went to Pearl Harbor. We did things like that. I don't want to, I don't want to spend it, like, eating fancy meals out every day. You know, we'll have, we'll have a couple nice meals. But, like, by and large, you gotta, you gotta feed yourself three times a day. You know, so it's kind of, it starts to add up. So we would eat, like, Subway sometimes or get, like, hot dogs at the uh, ABC store. There are ABC stores everywhere. That's one thing that I, that I, that I remember about Hawaii is, like, ABC store here, ABC stores there, and we would go and get wieners, and we would go and we would get sodas and do that a lot of the time. You take them down, take them down to the beach and kick it. It was, it was a really, really great trip at the, uh, at the hotel that we stayed at. I don't remember the name of it, but they had a breakfast buffet every morning, and one of the things on the breakfast buffet was a miso soup, like you get at a Japanese restaurant, and I, I really started to take to drinking this, uh, this warm soup every morning. It was really... Really hearty and really nice and really fun. I would have, like, I would have yogurt and miso soup and then, like, some pineapples and stuff. It was, it was a great time, but, um, I hope that someday we can go back. Let's, uh, Arthur Fonzarelli brand Switchblade. I got this when we were in Hawaii at the, uh, at the big, um, big flea market that they have there on the island. Let's, uh, let's open this package up. Very well taped. 
very well taped, and it has a sticker on the side that says "Handle with Care." So I, I appreciate that. Let me um, let me get into here a little bit. I'm having a harder time than I thought. Very, very good, good, uh, good wrapping so far by the good folks at uh, the Waynesville Antique Mall in Waynesville, Ohio. Shout out to Waynesville, Ohio. If uh, if anybody's listening, let's get inside here and see what we got. Packing peanuts? Are you kidding me? I, I, big shout out to my dude Preston with, uh, with the packing peanuts in here. I can't believe that. What's with, what's with people and these godforsaken packing peanuts? Packing peanuts are terrible. I would rather, I would rather somebody like took, uh, like a piece of junk mail. Like, you know, you get like coupons or whatever in the junk mail. I would prefer they just like took that and balled it up and stuck it in the package. Cause at the very least I can recycle that. At the very least it's not going to get in my hair. They were like... They're little particles. I'm not even kidding. Here's one. Here's one on my mouse. Here's one everywhere. These little, these little particles from packing peanuts. They, they get in the air. Hold on. I gotta reach over here and pick this up. There are three packing peanuts on the floor. While, while I'm on my top, on the topic of my dude Preston, he does a he does a pod called the Wayback Attack, that I was recently introduced to, and I, I cannot recommend it highly enough. I listened to an episode they did the other day about these kind of products that you buy on TV as seen on TV products, and, uh, if you're into, like, nostalgia, 80s, 90s, whatever, this is, this is a good show, man, Way Back Attack, you can find that wherever, uh, wherever good pods are found, you won't find this show there, because they only have good pods where these, these shows are found, but anyway, Way Back Attack, go look for that, um, can you believe this, there's a pack, it came, the figure that I bought came packaged inside of a, uh, like a nice case, like a, like a nice plastic case, which I appreciate. But they put packing peanuts inside the case. Come on, bro. I can't recommend the Waynesville uh, Antique Mall anymore. They're they're off my good list. But I, I'm not mad. I don't hate them. The figure that I got this week is a guy known as Sci-Fi. Sci-Fi is a 1986 G.I. Joe Laser Trooper. I, I definitely, for sure, had Sci-Fi back in the day. Remember when, like, Neon Colors were kind of, like, new and fancy. That's when he came out, and he's, like, neon green. And, um, I... I don't know. I was really drawn to him for some reason, but I, I'm happy to have him back in my set. Let's open up this bag. He's triple-packed. I I appreciate that. He's, uh, he's really, 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 really loosey-goosey around... Oh, his O-ring broke right now in my hand. Nice, nice work, Antique Mall, but that's no big deal. I can, I can fix that up soon enough. That'll seriously only take, like, a minute. And it's something... Something to do in these pandemic-laden times. Here's his gun. Goes right in his hand. And then it has, like, a, uh... Like a piece of, um, tubing that attaches from his gun to his backpack. I had this guy for years. I remember having him even, like, after my big unremembered toy purge. Let me see. Where does this go? Into his backpack. It goes back here. I... I don't know. I, I dig him, even though he is... He's kind of a much maligned G.I. Joe figure. Let's see what the, uh, hold on. I gotta reach over here. Gotta take my cans off my ears. I'm, I'm back, sort of. Let me get my handy dandy G.I. Joe guide and we're gonna see what they have to say about, uh, good old sci-fi here. Let's, uh, flip ahead to 1986. That's a few years past where we've done. Here we go, 1986. Oh, the, uh, the, uh, who did we get the other day? Um... The, uh, the Dreadnought that we got the other day. He was also a 1986 year. As well as Beachhead, Dial Tone, Hawk, Lowlight. This was, 
This was a good year for Joe's mainframe. I, I had a lot of these guys. I was I was heavily into the uh, Joe's at the time. I was uh, 13 years old. Should have been done with it, but I was not. Sci-Fi prototype codename Hotspot and Red Light was the second laser trooper granted membership into the G.I. Joe team. The uh, The first was Flash. Flash is like a G1 figure. I have Flash. I like him uh, a lot. Sci-Fi in his super futuristic neon green uniform is a curious looking figure... And many collectors have uh, commented upon his lack of military fatigues. I can, I can feel this. I mean, Homie is wearing like bright green neon. Like he is wearing like it's like safety green. Like he's on a construction site or he's like riding his bike. Oop! I dropped him. He's. I can't believe it. I pulled him out of here and he just immediately fell to pieces. I. I'm not gonna let the people know. It's a hard time. I don't want to complain. I can fix it easy enough. But still, if you sell a Joe, you should at least check the O-ring. His peer personality profile illustrates his effectiveness as a directed energy expert. When Sci-Fi braces his weapon and sights in on the target, he becomes a rock. No discernible movements of any kind, birds perch on his head. He transcends stillness to another plane of immobility. Larry Hama had a handwritten note and it said, Not for use if hotline is cleared for communications, i.e. dial tone. So I guess what he's saying here is, Don't use the name Hotspot. If they, in fact, are going to name um, Dial Tone Hotline. But they they ended up using neither of those names. So it's a, uh, it's a moot, it's a moot point, I guess. Uh, I, I like this guy. Remember how I said I have, like, two shelves of Joes? And I kind of alternate back and forth. Like, it, top shelf gets one, the next figure goes to bottom shelf, when they're both, like, two separate uh, strike teams. I think that, I think that because him... And Flash have redundant laser abilities. He is, in fact, going to have to go down to the second shelf, which also just received a hardball. So that's going to be two in a row for the top shelf, when eventually I get, like, two more Joes. I have one more on the way, but then I think I'm going to make, like, maybe a slight pause in uh, G.I. Jonas. Because, like, to be honest, man, when I'm, when I'm scouting the eBay listings, I'm not finding as many guys as I as I want. I think I'm... I think I'm getting as many as uh, I, I, I actually, like, have uh, fondness for. And I'm getting into the ones that I'm not really that fond of, which is which is okay, I guess. I I think at some point I'm going to have to kind of say that maybe I'm trying to get all the G.I. Joes because I think that, like, I kind of casually am, am doing so. I don't – I'm not going to be like, oh, I need to collect every G.I. Joe that was ever made. But I, I sort of feel that, like, on the low-key tip, I'm uh, uh, doing that. But at any rate, let's move forward and find out what uh, Gino Vega had for lunch yesterday. What did Gino Vega have for lunch? Yesterday, IP Robot. It's Mr. Sensational Gino Vega here, calling to let you know what I had for lunch yesterday. And what I had for lunch yesterday was a bowl of Joe's O's. Uh, Trader Joe's knockoff Cheerios cereal. Now Cheerios um, has always been kind of a background staple cereal of mine ever since I was a kid. It's always been around, always something I'll eat here and there. Usually when I'm feeling kind of lazy and not particularly super hungry and not really wanting to put a lot of effort into eating, uh, Cheerios is just kind of like the pill I eat to keep going. But I actually prefer the Trader Joe's uh, knockoff version of Cheerios to actual Cheerios. So anyway, pour myself a bowl of those with milk, uh, even for lunch, only problem is this box had been sitting in the pantry for a long time, kind of half open, so they're pretty stale. So I'm going to have to do something kind of uh, groundbreaking here on the IC Robot Show on the source scale 
I'm gonna have to give this one a dud. And I don't know that I've ever heard you do that before. Give give something a full on dud rating. So stale Jozo's dud. No, no, man. Hold on. I'm wearing my mask. I was just outside. Um, while while this was a processing, I was out outside talking to my uh, my neighbor Bob. Bob's a great guy. He he's a Vietnam vet. He was in a submarine during the uh, Vietnam War. I don't know what uh what kind of sub fighting there was going on, but at any rate, I was talking to him for a second. Now now I'm back. No, uh, I have never, not never, ever given anything a dud rating. Like, ever. I, I just don't know how bad something would have to be for me to find that it has, like, zero merit. But, uh, stale Cheerios would definitely be something that would get that. The only way that a stale Cheerio doesn't get the dud is if, for example, I'm using them as compost. Or maybe I'm using them as a bird feed. But as human, human food, I don't know, man. It's gonna, it's gonna be pretty close to a dud. But I'd probably give it, like, a 1.5 or a 2. I'm not, I'm not prone to giving something a 5 I'm not prone to giving something a one. That's just, uh, that's how I roll. But hey, man, we're all different. And hey, I'm not the one who had to eat the cereal. So, so I feel you. But, um, I, I've been trying to find different ways to occupy my time. And one of these things that I decided to do was I was going to build a model. I have a model of the, uh, Starship Enterprise from, uh, The Wrath of Khan that has been like, it's been sitting in my garage for a while now. I got it at the Crossing the Jordan. And I, I planned on putting it together one day. And finally that day has come. I... I bought some glue online. Uh, this glue was recommended to me by my dude, Mark Alley. I got the glue. It worked really well. And I I gotta say, I had a really good time sitting at my kitchen table putting this together. I do also have to admit that I, I have not yet succeeded in putting it together all together yet. I, I made a mistake and I skipped ahead in the uh, instructions and I put a piece on that I should have put on later, and it's kind of stopping me from putting on a piece that I need to, uh, that I need to put on now, and I can't figure out a way to get this one, uh, piece off. It's, it's a big piece. I'll, I'll crack the nut eventually, but I, 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 I think that for, like, a first attempt, even though I didn't completely succeed, I didn't do that bad. The work that I did was neat. Everything looked all right. I, I had a really good time. I had a fun time, like, filing down the, uh, little pieces when I pulled them off the peg and trying to make them look nice. I had a good time with the glue. I, I think this is a pretty good hobby overall. Something that I, that I may, like, continue on in the future. If the, if the hobby shop over in Roner Park was open, I would go over there and see if I could find, like, something inexpensive to mess around with. If Toy and Model in Cottingtown was still open, I would go down there. And I would see what I could find that might be inexpensive and fun to mess around with. The uh, prices of model kits on eBay are going through the roof right now because a lot of fools are stuck in the house and model building is something that's uh, that's cool to do. My dude, Engineer Nerd, at Engineer Nerd on the tweets has been down with that for like, he's been down with that forever. He's always posting cool pictures of like Gundams and stuff. I wouldn't mind building some robots in the future. I think though, I think to get started, I'm going to try to build some cars. What I want to do is maybe like, specialize in, like, ultra-mundane cars. Like, I, I bookmarked a couple on eBay that I want. One of them is a, uh, it's an AMC Pacer, and I found a Gremlin, and I found a, uh, station wagon. Like, one of those wood panel station wagons. I think it'd be really neat to build just, like, super mundane 70s and 80s cars. I found a Pinto. I'm looking for, a Le Car. I think that Le Cars are really dope. Those little small hatchbacks, those yellow hatchbacks that say Le Car on the side. If I could find one of those, I would, uh, go ahead on that. One thing that kind of, 
that does kind of stop me from getting like whole hog into it. Is like I don't know what I would do with these things after I, I put them together. The Enterprise I was gonna hang from the ceiling when I eventually complete that, but I don't know what I would do with like a small model of a uh, like a Pinto. I don't I don't have like a dedicated car section or, or anything like that. I wouldn't wanna I wouldn't wanna toss it, but at the same time it's like it's like a puzzle. Like once you put the puzzle together, you just put it back in the box. You don't like keep it. I guess some people do like, go ahead and frame their puzzles, but I've never, like, gotten into it that heavily, so I don't know. If you guys are model builders, if this is something you're into, what do you do with them after you build them? I don't even know. Like, uh, what would you do if you built a model of a station wagon? A wood panel mom kind of station wagon. What would you do with it? Toss it in the garbage? I don't know. It's an expensive hobby, though. When I was looking online on the eBay and on these different model shops, there's, like, models to go into, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. I, I get it. It's, uh, it's like the more pieces, the more they cost to produce, blah, 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 blah. But, uh, man, I, I remember back in the day, I would go to Long's Drugs with my grandpa. And Long's had a really big section of models. And every once in a while, he'd buy me, like, a snap-together, kind of like a Ravel snap-together model kit. And I would put together, like, random cars and stuff. And I don't, I don't remember them being, like, incredibly expensive. Long's, Long's was the spot back in the day. Shout out to Long's. If you're a Santa Rosa guy listening to this, shout out to Long's on 4th Street. That place, that place was the best. I've talked about it before. They had an extensive selection of models. That was where I used to get, like, my random He-Man knockoffs and stuff. They had all those, like, Galactic Warriors, all the He-Man knockoffs to kind of look like boxers, stuff like that. That was the spot, man. And plus, they had that, they had that really cool soda machine in the front where, like, for a quarter, you could get, like, pineapple soda. And then they had, like, a, they had a hot liquid machine that you could get like coffee or like chicken soup and the cards had the cups had playing cards on them shout out to longs man shout out to longs i miss that place a lot it's a cvs now service and price makes it twice it's nice when you take the longs way home save at longs this week on pepsi and on try a minute cold formulas pepsi brand soft drinks and six-pack cans are featured at special low prices pepsi soft drinks on special this week and four ounce try a minute cold syrup expectorant or try a minute dm cough formula are just 249 each at longs you are listening to the Stuck at Home Show. The world outside has nothing to offer us. All right, we are back. It is me, the American Pizza Man, Icy Robots, to uh to fill you in on my latest journey into the world of making pizza at the house. I, I had a tradition that went back like many, many, many years ago. This tradition was that I would watch Monday Night Raw and WCW Monday Nitro and I would eat a uh, frozen pizza. Me and the wife started doing this. We started off with like a tombstone pizza. Then for a while, we would do like a couple uh, Totino's party pizzas. You know, the one thing I've always wanted is like a full-size Totino party pizza. You know, those like little small pizzas that are, they're like light on toppings and the, the crust is kind of soft. But they have like, they have like this uh, distinct flavor that you can't find anywhere else. I've always wanted a full-size one of those. But at any rate, we would watch Raw. We'd watch Stone Cold Steve Austin do his thing while sitting back and eating, uh, eating a nice slice of a uh, Tombstone pizza. 
Over the years, we fell out of watching wrestling regularly. I, I don't know, man. I just, I got out of it. But recently, we've gotten back into it on Wednesday nights, and we've decided, why not bring back the pizza tradition? Why not try to do what I wanted to do and become a pizza man? Why not become the American pizza man? And I've been making moves in that direction ever since. The the first stab at it was last week, making the uh, the homemade pizza pie, and we, we did pretty good. It came out pretty decent. I, I liked it a lot. This time around, we decided to go like a uh, like a different route. We decided let's make let's make like a pan pizza, like a grandma pizza, right? Like a Detroit style pizza. So we did we did what we did the first week with the dough. We used Frank Pinella, the uh, pizza guy on Vice. We used his recipe. We made the dough in the morning. We let it sit all day, and then when it came to be uh, wrestling time, we got we got into it. I decided I wanted to, like, use some different toppings that I don't normally use, and one of these was a uh, green pepper, and we didn't we didn't have one at the house, so we decided we could we could venture out to the Safeway and get one. I haven't been to the Safeway very much since all this started, and man, it was a it was kind of a depressing sight to be honest. For some reason, they only had like half the lights on in the building. It was really it was really dark, which was weird. And I was also I was wearing my sunglasses, so it was like super dark. But that's that's on me. And they instead of playing music like they do the music, you know, in the in the overhead speakers, they had this they had this message playing over and over again. And the message was about maintaining your distance, making sure not to touch things, making sure to wear a mask. And they would play it like over and over and over again. And this was like the first time since all this started that I felt like I was in like a real, like a real sad, like a real emergency situation. It was really, really weird. I can understand the need to be cautious, but I don't understand why they're making the environment of the uh, Safeway like this. At any rate, we got the green pepper, and then we also got salami. I wanted to put some salami on, on the on the pie. I like salami more than I do uh, pepperoni by like a lot, by like a long shot. We also, when we got back to the house, we made a ham the other week, like a like a week, maybe even two weeks ago. We made a ham. And we still had like a little bit of it left in the freezer, so we we diced it up. We were gonna try to make like our own like uh, meat lovers pizza. We had the salam. We had the uh, ham. Then we had the green peppers, and then we also threw in some, like, we had some sausage crumbles. They were actually Jimmy Dean breakfast sausage crumbles. But we decided, eh, let's throw them on there, and, and we'll see uh, what's good. So we got the, we got the dough, and we, we, like, squished it out to where it, um, like, it fit the whole uh, thing of the pan. I tried to make, I tried to make a crust by, like, pushing it up in the corners a little bit and kind of squishing it, making it, like, a little bit thicker than the rest of the thing, but I wasn't all too successful in, in that regard. When, um, we got the, uh, pizza pie in the end, the, the corners weren't very crust-like. It was a little bit too doughy, so next time I, I might, um, make that a bit thinner. We, we put the olive oil on the bottom of the pan, too. I should mention that. We also have a, uh, we have a pizza stone, and we put the pizza stone in the oven turned it up to like 450 and left it there for like a good 10 15 minutes to like really really heat it up. So then when you put the uh when you put the pan onto the pizza stone, it makes the bottom like extra crispy. This was this was something it took us a while to pick up. I wasn't oh, we had the pizza stone for like a long time because I've made a couple attempts at becoming the American pizza man. I've tried it like two or three times cuz I have an interest, but it doesn't seem to stick in the way that I want. So we have a lot of the equipment. We got the peel, which, you know, used to put the, put the pizza in the oven and get the pizza out. We got that. We got the stone. But the, uh, the purpose of the stone, I, I learned is like, 
you heat it up ahead of time. And then when you put your pie on it, it makes the bottom like crispy, like with a nice crunch. And that was, that was one of the things that we did get out of our uh, grandma slash Detroit style pizza. The bottom, despite being in a pan, was hot enough from the pizza stone that it got, it got a nice little crispy uh, bottom to it. So what we did was we made, um, half of the pizza was cheese. The other half was like the uh, Icy Robots Meat Lover Special with the salam and the ham and the crumbles and the green peppers and stuff. And I'll tell you, this one was our best pizza yet. It's delicious. I still have, I have one slice left. We made a little bit more than we did last time. The score pizza turned out to be a bit bigger than our failed attempt at a circular pizza. I, I got this one piece left. I'm going to eat it for lunch. I had another piece for lunch yesterday. So I've been eating this for like three days straight. I'm going to tell you. It's pretty good, dude. I'm very, very, very satisfied with this. I recommend the grandma-style pizza to anybody out there who is debating the merits of trying to become a pizza man. I, I've been liking to uh, talk food lately. And while we're on that topic, we're going to have an all-new, all-fun segment next episode. I reached out to my gal, the Sausagetarian, and asked her if she wanted to uh, come on board the Stuck at Home show. And she's going to be proudly hosting the Pandemic Pantry, where she's going to, like, in three minutes or less show you a nice recipe that you can make at your house with the things you already have on hand. It's going to be great. I've heard the first one. It is awesome. It's fun. It's easy. And it's nice to learn to cook a little bit better than you do now, unless you happen to be like a master chef. But I, I kind of doubt it, dude. Maybe you are. I don't know. Anyway, that's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to come next week on the show. I, I wanted to prep that out and give you guys a little something to look forward to. Break it down. <laughs> Known for the rough raps, but kids steal his lyrics like hubcaps and eat them like stacks of flapjacks. Break it down. All right, this is me, and we're back for a little bit more. I got um, I got a question via Facebook the other day. I'm always looking for questions for this show, dude. If you guys want to know anything about anything, hit me up. I'm ready to uh, I'm ready to spill the beans, as it were. You can reach me on the tweets. That's at Icy Robots or on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Icy Robots. Any, any way you can, man, get a hold of me because I'm looking for stuff to talk to. But anyway, I got a, uh, I got a question from a guy named Matt. I don't think it's Mighty Matt D. I think it's a different, different Matt. But Matt wants to, Matt wants to know what three pop culture figures would you pick to be on your quarantine? The quarantine is the dudes that, uh, that you're stuck in quarantine with. I, I put some thought into this. I really wanted to give a good answer because I'm thinking, all right, pretend this is real life and you're going to be stuck with these people for the um the indefinite. Right now I'm rubbing my forehead. I don't know if you can hear that or feel that. I'm like, I'm trying to concentrate. I'm digging deep. I'm digging deep into the, uh, into the brain. And this is, this is what I came up with. The first person that I would pick for the team is, uh, Captain America. Now, this is the Captain America from the Marvel movies. I, I'm not saying that I prefer him to the comic book, but I do, I do find the Captain America in the movies to be like a really great, really awesome guy. He's, he's super chill. He's super cool. He can give a, uh, he can give a pep talk if we happen to need one. Like, let's say our spirits, our spirits start to slip. He can definitely like, he can step in there and pick him back up. He's a cool guy, very moral. You can trust him. And then on the, on the flip, he's like, he's been frozen forever and there are so many great movies and so many great tv shows that he's never seen that you can sit around and you could watch like the entirety of the office and he may or may not have seen it there are so many things that you could watch with him and have a good time it would be 
It'd be really cool. The second person I picked would be Neelix from Voyager. I put some, I put some thought into this one. I'm thinking my dude Neelix, while sometimes a little bit on the annoying side, is definitely like, he's very up. He's very positive. He always, always, always has a real good attitude. And dude is like, dude is a chef. He doesn't always make the greatest things. That's what I'm gathering from the people on Voyager. But he always tries. He doesn't seem to mind cooking. And dude is an excellent expert forager and trader. So he would be able to get you those things out there that you may have a hard time coming up with. Like, need to get a green pepper, but they're out of them at Safeway. My dude knows a green pepper guy. And he's willing to trade something that you have for that pepper. You need some TP. You can't find it down at Long's. Well, my homie knows a TP guy. And he can get you a whole case if you want to trade him, like, a couple of your DVDs. That you've already watched. Something like that. I, I definitely see a lot of appeal in having a dude like Neelix on the crew. He's he's proven himself on Voyager to be brave. He's proven himself to be resourceful. And, well, he is sometimes annoying. I will give you that. He's always up. And you need as many, like, positive, happy guys around as, as possible. Because if things start to get dark, you're gonna... You're gonna need to pick me up. The third person I picked, and this was this was a tough one. The first two, they they sort of came to me after a little bit, but I re- I really struggled with the third one for a couple days, and that's what that's what made this an interesting question. And I think that the third person I would pick for the icy robots quarantine would be Quentin Tarantino. I I see a lot of appeal in having Tarantino. Dude is a film buff bar none, so he can like he can point out all kinds of cool movies that you could watch, and I've heard tale of these these like really awesome parties he would have at his house where he would like screen 35 millimeter prints of like really obscure really off the wall movies that no one's ever heard of and and before the movie he would like he would give a talk about why it's important and during the movie he would sometimes like stop it and tell you why something's happening is interesting he would like he would give a lecture on all these movies and I think that I think that if that was something that you could do like a couple times a week while you're in the quarantine that it would really 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 be awesome it'd be so much fun. Imagine you, Neelix, Captain America, sitting around watching movies with Quentin Tarantino. It could, it could definitely be worse than that. I, I do think that our dude Quentin, while being a genius filmmaker, does have a bit of a grating personality. But that's, that's fine because you're not just like alone with him. It's you. It's Neelix. It's Captain America. Captain America is going to take a lot of the pressure off you. Dude's very nice. He's very polite. He'll talk to anybody for hours. And it's not like Quentin Tarantino and Neelix are going to be dying to hang out with Icy robots when Captain America's around. I mean, sure, I'm sure we'll break off into little smaller groups from time to time, but they got, they got bigger fish to fry. They have more interesting people to talk about because, well, Captain America's there and he's like the coolest guy in the universe. I hope that, I hope that answered the question, Matt. I thought that was a good one. I got a, I got a lot of time invested in thinking that one out. Who would you put on your quarantine? If you could pick any three pop culture figures, you can tweet me out. I'd be interested to know at Icy Robots on the tweet, but if you guys got if you got any questions at all about pop culture stuff, rap music, you want to know any, like, personal details about me, I'm ready. I'm ready to give up the dirt, dude. I'm running out of things to talk about. I really, I really am, believe it or not. Which is, which is kind of weird because sometimes I feel like I have, like, this endless ability to just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And I don't even, I like the jibba-jab. I don't, I don't even know. I hope you guys are holding up. I hope everything's going really great in your life. I hope that you're doing what you can do to, like, maintain. I would highly recommend go for a walk. 
I see people who are just staying indoors 1,000%. You can definitely go on a walk outside and keep yourself safe. Keep a mask with you just in case you encounter anybody. But if you just, like, if you keep your distance from other people, if you just, like, keep away, keep people away from you and you walk and you don't really touch things, you don't really touch your face, you're going to be, like, you're going to be aces, man. I guarantee it. If you want to ride a bike, you can ride a bike with, like, no problem. My dude, Sean, hit me up. And he told me about these bike riding and these workouts and all these things he can he's doing right now. And I'm like, I'm super impressed. My bro's like a triathlete. But at the same time, it's like he's staying in motion. He's staying out there. He's staying doing stuff. So it's like the germs can't keep up with you if you're jamming around on a mountain bike. It's just, it's not possible, man. Germs don't travel that fast. I guess you could like drive by or ride by rather and somebody might sneeze right in your mouth as you go by. That could happen. Anything could happen, man. Life is not, life is not free of risk. It's a little riskier right now, but it's never, never been free of risk. But at any rate, go outside, get some sun. Don't spend all your time playing video games. Video games are fun. I've been playing right now, like, more video games than I have played in decades. I mean that. I'm not even exaggerating in any way. I'll play video games like every day and I don't not never ever ever do that. I mean it. I might play for a few minutes every once in a blue moon but I've been playing every single day. I have gotten so heavily into this game Fire Pro Wrestling that my dude Gino Vega is obsessed with. He has a later more fun version but I I do believe at one time he was into the uh, PS2 version. That's what That's what I'm playing right now. It's basically like this old school wrestling game with like a million billion different characters in it. And it's really, really fun because I I do follow wrestling, but I don't, not as much as I used to. So these guys that are in the game are the dudes who are popular when I was like really into it. And they have like tons of UFC fighters and ton of kickboxers. It's really, it's really cool. I'm having a good time doing that. And I've been doing it every single day. I don't feel guilty because, uh, you know, everybody deserves to have a little bit of fun in the day. But you gotta... You got to mix that up by taking a walk. You got to go take a bike ride. Just go, go walk around the block. Grab your dog, put the, you know, hook the leash onto his neck and go, go walk around for 45 minutes. You'll be, you'll, you'll feel good. You'll feel great. So until we meet again, this is me, Icy Robot, signing off. Do the time. Don't let the time do you. Time seems hard right now. But you got to believe things are getting better. Birds are migrating again. Rains are back. Stuff's it's getting better. Things are getting better. This has been an IC Robots radio production.